0: So welcome back to You Are The Magic today. I have a beautiful, beautiful guest, Christine, who is the CEO and founder of The Corporate Escapist. And she has a phenomenal story, which I can relate to some of her story in regards to how she has come from where she was to where she is now and how she's bridged the gap and created a successful business for herself. So welcome, Christine.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I am too before we
0: jumped on Christine's excited because she's on the other end of it she's being interviewed today not being the interviewee interviewer yeah
1: yeah in it's nice actually it's sort of like the pressure's off it's not nice, so. <laughs> <laughs> you can just have fun and relax and
0: answer questions it's exactly. nice
1: yes yeah very yeah. very good so thank you so much for having me I really do appreciate the opportunity
0: You're very, very welcome. So I'd love to know how you got to where you are now and where the corporate escapist came from.
1: Yeah, sure. So So in 2015, I was working my way up in the corporate world and I became quite sick. And that really was sort of like the catalyst of like so many different things to sort of come in my life. And the doctors told me that, you know, you have to stop work. You're not going to be able to work again. And that was very hard to sort of deal with. But then I realized that there were so many other things and different facets in my life. And one of them was that I was in a very toxic and unfixable marriage. Um, I was living interstate, so I actually moved back to Queensland and obviously not working, leaving a marriage, I then had to file for bankruptcy and ended up sleeping on my parents' couch. And that's, you know, quite a difficult sort of process to sort of go through. Um, I was just about to hit 40 and, you know, all of these different things were coming through. Um, but one of the things that I needed to really start to do was not only heal emotionally but phys- and physically, but it was also just to sort of work out where I wanted to go for my life. And, you know, one of the big things I needed to do, do was actually ask some really hard-hitting questions for myself. And one of the most important ones is what I wanted for my life. So society tells us so many different things of what we should have and, you know, have this Instagram-worthy sort of life. However, it's not real because it's not what we want to do. And I really started to discover there was so much that I wanted out of my life. And this was sort of the first time that I had even allowed myself permission to ask those questions. So I started on that whole process and then discovered, you know, how I was changing my life. And I, you know, the universe, you know, showed me all these different things. And, you know, one of the things that came up on my Facebook feed was, you know, talking about life coaching and really sort of dove in deep about that because it was about asking questions opposed to telling somebody what to do. It was really just asking those probing questions, which is what I'd already done. But now I had these additional tools So I started down life coaching and I thought, no, I needed to start sharing my story so that people could really start to resonate as to where I'd come from. And by sharing my personal story and really, you know, being very raw and authentic about it, I started attracting all of these incredible people going, Hey, I left corporate. This is what happened to me. Now I'm doing this, you know, I'd love to chat to you more. So That was really the first sort of inkling of how the Corporate Escapers started. And I thought, okay, there's something here because this is not a conversation that happens just here in Australia. This is something that is happening worldwide. So I started the Corporate Escapers TV show. So it was a web TV show on YouTube. And... Within like the first month, like, I'd already had like 10 people wanting to book in and share their story. And I thought, okay, let's keep going. And then I turned that into a podcast and instantly we were picked up by Apple, Spotify and Google. So the three major platforms, which was amazing. And I then started um, the Corporate Escapers, you know, business and this year I then launched our online magazine. So, we showcase amazing people all around the world that are following their passion but we do it in just such a beautiful way of telling their story so we actually sort of peek behind the curtains and you know find out what it was like you know what happened in their life what was the reason that they left and what was the reason you know why they started the business So actually talk about their passion and we use that in a beautiful way so that they can then attract their ideal clients in a really authentic way so that like no trust factor just builds instantaneously because they get to read about them, they get to see them, um, and they also get to hear their voice as well. So, you know, we capture all different types of markets. And it's just been a very beautiful journey and, you know, so grateful for it. But you know, it literally came from me being brave enough to share my story to help inspire just even just one person. Now we're doing it globally.
0: That's amazing. And everything happens for a reason and the universe is always supporting us in every way. And in regards to you getting sick and then the roller coaster and the, the domino effect, which had occurred for where you are right now and finding life coaching, that's what happened to me. I had my appendix out, then I popped my shoulder, had a shoulder reconstruction all on the right side of my body. I was like, there's something in this and then found life coaching then I found metaphysics. And then I found, all of the other things and same thing just wanted to share my story got into life coaching and it's really beautiful and honoring that part of your life and being grateful that that's happened for you for you to be where you are now and to be connecting with beautiful amazing women all over the world sharing your story and helping them elevate to their next level and being a magnet to their ideal client that's amazing and what I loved is asking yourself those heavy questions and doing what you want, not what you feel like that you should be doing. So for the listeners that are listening and they're at a point in their life where they feel that they're listening to everybody else and they're saying you should be getting a job, you should be doing this, how did you get the confidence or how did you get the, the strength and all of the things to really start owning who you are and doing what it is that you wanted to do to fill up your soul?
1: Um, look, there was so many different things that started happening and I was very fortunate that I have a very supportive family. So, you know, coming back and, you know, you know, being close to my parents, my son was already up here. So, you know, like being really close to them, it actually was allowed me to sort of be, I guess, cushioned in a way that makes sense because, you know, I had in a way this sort of safety net, behind, you know, underneath me, so that I'd already fallen so far down, and then to build up, and it wasn't just one particular thing, but I was going through some of my old corporate stuff, and I remembered talking to somebody, and they said to me, "Well, what would your ideal day look like?" And that was the trigger going oh, well, what would be my ideal day? What would be the day that I want to actually to do? And I was very, very sick at this time and I couldn't even walk 200 meters without being completely out of breath. So I thought, okay, well, the first thing I really want to do is just be out in nature. I want to have breakfast with my son. I want to be able to, you know, be surrounded by people who light me up. And that is really how it all started. And now I've created this beautiful process where I've got a whole workbook for somebody to sit down and create the whole old ideal day, can't even talk properly now. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's really about you know you asking those questions. And I started listening to motivational videos on YouTube, and you know they kept saying, "It's your life, it's your life, it's your life." And I thought, okay, it's my life, it's my life. Um, but then I'm like, going, but well, I'm still a mum, like I'm still this, I'm still that." But it was sort of trying to then remove myself from you know, well. Hey, it hasn't worked what you were doing. Um, so, you know, now's time to get real, Christine. Like, it hasn't worked. So, what are you going to do completely differently to be able to switch it around?
0: That question, what is your perfect ideal day, is one of the most magical questions ever. And it stumps a lot of people I have found when you say, what is it that you'd like to do every single day? What would light you up inside? And it's a process and it takes time. And yeah. starting off knowing that what you wanted to do was be in nature and be with your son and then everything unfolds after that. And once, it, once what I found for myself is once I've got my morning routine set and I'm doing the things that I love to do, My daughter knows that she does not allow to talk to me until after seven o'clock from (laughs) between 4am, depending on if I get up at four or five. But from that time till seven is my time and she's 10 now, but that's what, that's my sacred time. Whether Mm -hmm. I'm working and I'm talking to clients, whether I'm filling up my love cup, going for a run or whatever that looks like, I get to choose what I do in that time. And then the rest of the day unfolds how it unfolds. Yeah. And, the perfect day. That is just a brilliant, brilliant question. So if you don't know what your perfect day is and you need help, head over to Christine (laughs) and she'll be able to help you unpack what that looks like. Um, what's a favorite quote or a book that you go to, or even the YouTube videos that you were watching, who are your go-to people that have inspired you along your journey?
1: Mm, I started looking into spirituality. So I, I talk about being in alignment. I talk about the universe and all that. That was not me five years ago. Like I was (laughs) hardcore corporate girl, you know, talking about crystals and meditation. Like it just so was not me. Um, so I started, you know, going through and Gabby Bernstein came up. And I fell in love with what she was saying. And one of the things that she talks about is to lean into love. And for me, it was, I was in a really difficult process because I'd been in a very toxic relationship for so long. And there was this resentment. There was, um, I don't like to say it, but you know, this sort of, grinding with inside of myself going well I don't like this person but she talks about leaning into love and that love then it's it's not about loving on somebody but it's learning to love the process of what's happened in that relationship and what it's then giving me and you know the powerfulness of forgiveness and how that releases so much with inside of you so there was a, a book that um, Gabby wrote and it's um, The Universe Has Your Back. So that was probably something that was One of the life changing books within my life, Um, and I still go back to that, you know. Now, Um, and I'm gonna—I can't remember the the name of the book, and it's driving me crazy right now. But um, she has a a forgiveness um, book as well, and you know, it's 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 really powerful to learn forgiveness and how much that sets you free yourself, so that you can take back that control of your life and. That was one of the bigger life changing moments in my life is to sort of go, you know what, I need to forgive everything. And it's not like you'd like what's happened, but when you forgive it, you are then no longer the victim. You step back and you take that ownership of your life. And that's what I've lived and breathed every single moment now for the last, you know, four years is. I'm in control because I forgive, I lean into love and it's my life. So, you know, I choose how I react. I would choose what I say and do because it is my life and I'm in that control part of it.
0: Forgiveness is huge. And this is already so many golden nuggets and we've only been on for such a (laughs) short amount of time. Forgiveness is huge. And this is one thing that I've spoken to my clients about. I don't want to forgive them. And it's, And exactly what you just said, it sets you free when you release that toxic energy and negativity and forgiveness is beautiful. How do you do forgiveness? So what are the, what's the process that you take yourself through when you're doing the forgiveness process?
1: Yeah, so I've learned so much more now and I've been fortunate enough to learn a lot of, um, it's a radical forgiveness process that, um, I think his name's Colin Tipping, um, that did. And really like there's so many different ways, but what I do now is I literally sit in that victim mode going, poor me, you know, why me, all that sort of stuff, why is this happening? Um, And I write it down and it's literally as you start to unfold and as you go through, okay, well, what then have I learned from it? What are the lessons that I've learned? And that's one of the biggest things too, is because a lot of the times when we sit in that sort of Victim mode. We're not learning from it because it's all about us. So that when we can step away from and go, okay, well, what is the lesson that I've been able to learn? And when you work out that lesson, you can then slowly start to go, okay, well, I forgive you for you know what you've done, but maybe you have to also forgive yourself because you've allowed yourself to either react a certain way, maybe you've put yourself in a particular you know situation. I'm going to say this very loosely because there's certain things where when we don't put ourselves in these situations and bad stuff happens. So I I certainly appreciate that. But, you know, for me, when I talk about it and I go, well, I put myself and I allowed myself to stay in a toxic marriage. I knew it was toxic, but what did I need to do? And I needed to forgive myself for staying for so long. I needed to forgive myself for, you know, not speaking up, not allowing myself and not removing myself. So the more that I could forgive myself, I'm actually loving on me even more so that it goes from being victim mode to actually forgiveness and then setting myself free and just allowing the process to unfold.
0: So powerful, it's really powerful because I got myself into a really toxic relationship. It was short, it was extreme, it was loving, it was passionate, it was just intense. and I blamed myself for a long time that I'd allowed myself to get into that situation, but then I thought there was good times and it was bad times and it was this and all these words were said. Maybe one day I'll go into the extreme of some of the things that happened, um, which I actually find quite funny now. Um, it wasn't abusive physically to me or anything. It was just things that had unfolded. Anyway, that's a whole other story for another time. <laughs> but when when you do forgiveness, do you write yourself a letter? So you said that you, you, so you pull all the victim stuff out first and then... Yep do you, is it so you say something negative about yourself and then do you flip it and you forgive yourself for it? So what's the process? Do you write yourself a letter? I forgive myself for blah. What does that mean yeah, like for you? Yeah,
1: I, I do write. Um, So, you know, different things happen at different times. So, you know, the, the easier process for me is I sit there and I just literally write everything, you know, poor me, how could I do this? You stupid woman, like, you know, how could you do this again? Like, Everything negative that I possibly could think or blaming that other person, you have to write it down because as soon as you release it, it's out of your body, it's out of your mind and it's on paper. And then what I go through is talk about the lessons that I've actually learned from it. And then I can sit there and go, okay, well, who do I need to forgive? What is some of the, you know, and it may not just be myself. It may not be the other person. There could be other people involved and you go, okay, well, I'm, you know, forgiving the process. I'm forgiving what's happened and I will sink into that even more. And then I end it with, I'm sending so much love and light. Um, And for me, it's, you know, it's not about forgetting what's happened. It's about just going, I don't want to have that energy within myself. I do not want to consume myself with what has happened because it's not serving me a purpose. It's, that when you sit in the past it doesn't allow you to move forward and then I write it I also go through a process where I burn it and I do a whole staging but you know that's my people might go oh that's a little bit too much Christine but if you write it and then you burn it or you rip it up you are literally releasing all of that energy that you have put onto that pen and paper and it is it, it is the most um I I can't put it into words, but for me, it's like the best release. It's like you've had a massage, you know, because you've let everything out of your body go and you've just gotten it out of your head and it's on paper and then you can walk away from it and leave that sitting in the past so that you can move forward to the future.
0: So powerful and I'm all about burning. There was a point in my life where I was burning, writing and burning so much stuff and I was living in a little unit and probably wasn't the safest thing, but I was doing it in the kitchen sink I was burning in the kitchen sink. So if it got a little bit too heavy, put the water onto, I had it in a bowl and my daughter's like, mom, are you burning stuff again? I was like, yep. <laughs> so you're always burning at the moment. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that needs to come out. <laughs> yeah. And the one thing that I love that you just said is that you can't change the past, but you can change the way that you feel towards the past. So you can have gratitude for the lessons that have occurred. Necessary. And it's all about the lessons because you can't go back in there and change it because you only remember 50%, if not less, of actually truly what happened in that moment. Because if you were in a fiery energy, you are in a negative energy, the way that you perceive something is completely different to somebody else looking from the outside in. And what actually truly really happened, you're not really listening anyway. So I love that you can't go back and change the past, but you can remove the energy connected to that situation, which is beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's super powerful and, you know, as I've dived more into spirituality, I've learned more about, you know, the energy connections and that and trying to release all of that. So, you know, there's so much more you can do but it, it's amazing of how much it helps you just writing things down and just getting it out of your head. Um, it frees up so much from you. Um, so, yeah, it's – it's I, I journal write every single day so I just get things out of my head and just to go.
0: Yep. And it's powerful. Journaling is powerful. And I journal every day as well. And I know that when I'm not journaling, what mm. occurs, things don't, I'm not as abundant. I'm not as, manif- I'm not manifesting as fast as I would like to. Yeah. I'm like, why is that not working? I'm like, oh, oh, you're not doing yeah. journaling. That's it. <laughs> you're That's blocking it. yourself.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And so where you are now, if you were to look back on the past to four years ago to where you are now, what are some of the big lessons? I know that you said forgiveness when writing out your Perfect Jessup. What's like a really big lesson that you have taken from where you have been to where you are now?
1: Um, look, probably the biggest thing is actually learning to love myself and that has been such a big journey it's still a journey I don't ever think that you ever you know can be completely in love with yourself but I think you know what I've been able to do to change my whole mindset about me and that has then opened so many more doors because I realized that I did certain things and maybe took certain jobs because I thought that's all I could possibly do. Whereas now I'm just like, you know, opportunities come up and they're like going you know, I've never done a magazine before. Like I have not even, like not even corporate, did I work in advertising or, you know, any of that sort of stuff, but I saw it and I just went for it. And that's because I'm loving on myself more. And I have that trust and belief within myself that I can do it. And the mindset, I think, you know, to sum it all up is just probably the biggest change within myself.
0: Yeah. That's really beautiful. And I love that. And the opportunity, opportunities are everywhere and they're presented to ourselves to us every single day and it's how we respond to it but exactly what you just said the self-love and having the confidence to go yep yeah, i'm just going to jump in go full speed ahead and it's all in the mindset we could have every strategy under the world under the world under the sun
1: mm-hmm.
0: that if our mindset doesn't match that it's it. it's hard
1: yeah yeah, you really are working against yourself in so many different ways, and a lot of the big things I realised is that I started certain things but never finished it, and it's because I sabotaged it myself because of my own disbelief within myself, my own distrust within myself, and that you know negative Nancy up in my head telling me what I can and can't do, um, and believing it. So now it's more going, you know what I I make the decision. So if I say no to something, that's okay. Um, It may not be no forever it could be no for right now but I'll come back to it but when I say yes you know to something it's it's just a beautiful opportunity and if things don't work out for me I don't see this failure anymore it's all about those learning lessons so what can I learn from it what can I learn then to pass on to you know my family what can I pass on to my clients so you know the more we talk about you know there's no for me there's no such thing as failure anymore it's all learning lessons
0: yeah and that's really beautiful and that's one thing that I'm teaching my daughter at the moment. She's going- Going for a prefect and I'm teaching her that no matter what happens it's all a learning but it's also focusing on what you want so if you want something so I know for myself if I want it I get it yeah but there was a time where I wanted it and I got it then I started learning about manifestation and I was like why am I getting what I wanted because I was trying to process it too much <laughs> and understand the process too much and it's about doing what you love and totally love that. What so I know you said Gabby Bernstein. Is there anybody else that you follow, that you love, any books that you read that you kind of come back to all the time?
1: Um. Probably the other one that um it's not so much books, but I really do listen to a lot of Bob Proctor. There's a there's actually an abundance meditation that I listen to pretty much every single day. Um, and you can find it, it's free on YouTube and it's amazing. And it really allows you, um, you know, for me, I wanted to, I'm a very visual person. So I love that meditation because it allows me to then continually visualize. This is literally, I was doing that meditation when I saw magazine covers, so that's how the magazine all started through me doing a meditation and I saw it all and I thought okay you know what can we do? How can I, you know, make this happen? Um, because I thought, well, th- this is obviously a sign. This is my next step in my journey to be able to spread the, the message that I want to do and really create this sort of legacy that I want to leave behind. Um, so that is definitely one of them. And I can I'll send you the link so you can pop it all up for people that they can go ahead and do it. And um, you know, Jay Shetty is another person that I absolutely love. And you know it. You know, that, that you can take just bits and pieces from multiple different people um, with it. But, you know, for me, it's constantly learning and, you know, just, you know, f- I I don't watch normal TV either. Um, That's probably one of the other biggest changes. So I don't watch the news um, because I don't want to be consumed by all that negativity that's going on. It's not that I'm ignorant to what's happening in the world, but um, I'm actually making now conscious efforts of what I'm actually doing to protect my own energy and what I want to allow in um, so that I can make sure that I'm in that right mindset and also that, you know, energetically myself that I'm, you know, really, you know, focus positive, like all of those different things as well.
0: That's really powerful. And it took me a long time after hearing to stop watching the news. Did I actually stop watching it? Because growing up it was always just on. It was just the natural normal thing to do and watching it. And now if I hear it, I'm like, they're yelling at me. Get it off. They're like, they're yelling
1: yes. they I can't do it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I can't handle yeah. the
0: news. And so, how can anyone get in court cooperation with you? How can anyone get in contact with you I was looking at? I was looking at my notes.
1: <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs>
0: I told oh. you, this is fun and relaxed and it just, wherever it goes,
1: it goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so much my style. So, yeah, people say to me, oh, you know, I'm going to be interviewed. What do you interview question? I said, there is none. I said, it's a conversation. So, we'll just see what happens. So, I absolutely yeah. love it. Um, look, you can follow us um, on, obviously, social media. So, Facebook and Instagram at The Corporate Escapist. Um, or you can head over to our website at Um I do also have my own website. It's Christine Innes.com, but most of the material now that I focus on in um, The Corporate Escapist and yeah it's just been such a beautiful journey and I feel like literally blessed every single day to wake up and do what I absolutely love now <laughs> so there's no monday in whatever I do.
0: <laughs> I know it's the best feeling isn't it? It's yeah. the best. I was on a recording at 6am this morning to the most beautiful gorgeous woman and it was just there was no, oh, my alarm's gone off. like What does my day look like? It's like, yeah, I've got six calls booked in for today and I've booked another couple of calls in for today and my day is just, and it's amazing. And it, I get to connect with amazing, beautiful women just like you and the woman this morning and it fills you up. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. they can find you there. And who who's your ideal client that you like working with or is there someone that you specifically work with or is it kind of general?
1: um there's two different types of clients that I love working with so first of all I love working with the the small to medium businesses that are here and they're very heart-centered and driven but they want to be able to take their business um and make it more visible and that's one of the things that we do at the Corporate Escapist so we obviously showcase them on in their magazine on our web tv show and our podcast so that we can connect them with other you know people that have need their inspiration but also you know need their business and the other part i love and i get such a kick out of it, is that people have been sitting there on an idea they're like going okay i want to start a business i don't know i want to get out of corporate or i just you know what I'm doing now is just not suiting me and to really work with them and to, you know, go through values and to help them start launch a business. So we create their website, we do their branding, like, you know, really help them get visible, but also offer the coaching and support that people don't necessarily get so that they can really, you know, have that right mindset to be able to propel them to the next level.
0: I love that. I love that and that's one of the biggest things that I feel that within corporate is there's an idea that's sitting there but there's no direction or like who do I go to to have a conversation with? What is it that I need to do to start bringing my baby to life and what does that look like? And it's not necessarily jumping straight from corporate into a full-time online business no. or having a business. It's, it's a journey and it's a process and it's steps and it's having the conversations and it's connecting and doing the research behind. And I love that that's exactly what you do for the corporates um, who want to escape corporate but maybe want to. Can, they love their corporate job so they want to be doing both, their corporate plus their side hustle or whatever that looks like for them.
1: Yeah. It's just all about following your passion. And, you know, like we said at the start, you know, it's asking yourself, what do you want to do? So really helping them, you know, take that journey to discover who they are, what they want to do so that they can live life to the fullest every single day.
0: I love that. This has been one of the best interviews that (laughs) I've done so far. There's been so much goodness in regards to asking yourself those heavy quality questions around, what does if you're not waking up excited for your day every day every time i jump on these podcasts and the the um these interviews i've always got pen and paper always taking notes because i'm always continually learning from everyone that i get to speak to and there are some really good reminders in there around self love and there's some there's a lot of self love stuff that i'm doing at the moment and um i've got <laughs> i've actually got a book at the moment called, called the universe speaks to you and it's all about yeah. loving healing and exi- um existence to unlock your in a light and it's
1: oh I like that
0: yeah so every day I open it up and I go what do I need to hear today and look what it was that I went on today self-love. self-love like I'm not even kidding yes that was the that was I'm like what do I need to hear today and that's what it opened up to it was self-love there you go yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah we just need to love ourselves it is and I think the biggest thing is that you know ask yourself the question would you speak to your best friend the way you speak to yourself and most of the time you wouldn't so don't speak to yourself like that because you need to treat yourself like your own best friend
0: that question when I'm in a really bad way is what I ask myself And it's powerful. And because it's so natural and normal for me to do, I forget to share with people. So thank you for that because it's powerful.
1: My pleasure. My pleasure.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all this goodness with us. And everything will be in the show notes so that people can come and find you and be in contact. And thank you again for your time, Christine.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.